Hello, sports fans, and welcome to this week's episode of Pub Talk Rugby League. My name is Adam, and I still know only a little bit about football, so I'm joined, like always, by my panel of armchair experts. Smokes? G'day, fellas. I have a feeling tonight's episode is going to be really unbearable for one particular reason, and that's why I'm actually having a beer for this episode. Yeah, I probably should crack one before I start editing this thing. I'm having a, I'm having a Hawks lager. So I need some inspiration. Uh, and the fan... <laughs> it's also going to be an incredibly biased episode. Conspicuous in his uh, absence is the principal. And I wonder why that is. Did, did he cop a one-week ban too? Yeah, I, uh, I did email or message him, you know, before we started recording saying, hey, if you want to just, like, share your opinion, you know, you don't have to join the, for the whole episode, but just, you know, five-minute little yeah. rant thingy. Uh, so yeah. we'll see if that happens, and if I get it, I'll cut it into this. Uh, oh, the, the thing is, if if he gets started, he's halfway through recording it. Right, it now. may go longer than our actual podcast. <laughs> yeah, he started. Yeah. He started about go, three hours ago. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's a, we'll we'll get to Fuck it. Don't worry. We will. Yeah, no, uh, we will because it was <laughs> one of the highlights from this round. It's the big story. I didn't get to watch much football, although I was with Principal, actually, on Saturday. I watched the last little bit of uh, Raiders and Raiders and whoever, and then the Dragons-Sharks game, but we were kind of drinking and talking and not really paying attention to the football. At least I wasn't. Uh, what about yourself, man? <laughs> I watched a little bit of each game. Um, obviously, I watched all of the Roosters game. I uh, watched the Sharks. Uh, who the fuck did they play? Oh, didn't watch it that hard, yeah. Um, yeah, so they, I watched a little bit of uh, everything. I love the ramp up to to finals. I love how tight it is and how anyone can kind of get into or most teams can kind of find their way into the eight. So it's um, no, it's great. Good time of year. And yourself, Smokes? Um, I actually didn't catch a lot of the footy this week. I think I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. Thursday night footy is mm. great when you win. When you lose, it really puts you off it for the week. Um, I, look, I had um, quite a bit on with the kids anyway. But, um, look, I obviously caught the Roosters-Broncos game. I caught a lot of the Parramatta-Manly um, game. And I saw a lot of the South Sydney game. But beyond that, I actually only caught little bits and pieces of highlights for the rest. But uh, still some interesting results to come out of the round anyway. All right. Well, let's get into it. Round 21. Oh, Broncos and Roosters. I've got the two experts to talk about that one. So we'll start with uh, uh, Phantom because you won. John, so. get it out of the Fucking road, killed him. And there was never a doubt. Fucking yep. destroyed him. There and wasn't. Then, so Agreed. Roosters did their usual trick. First 20 minutes, fucking killed it. You think that they're back and they're going to own the competition. Then they went to sleep for about another 20 minutes after that. And then, a lot, yeah, the second half was a bit, they kind of go into turtle mode and just defend and not a lot of points. So Roosters were pretty explosive in the first 20. Suali'i, Tedesco, Manu, the usual culprits. Actually, Kiri started to look pretty sharp as well, pretty aggressive in the way that they were attacking the line. And they just, that, all our points seemed to really pack on the first 20 to 30 minutes and then... I don't know what it is. It's almost like they just get too confident or too far ahead and just want to start trying new inventive ways to fucking score tries and they just make start making so many errors. I think it was... Um, it's strange. When you look at the amount of points that we put on the Broncos, we still only had a 60, 66% completion rate. Actually, the Broncos had a better completion rate than the Roosters. But it's just that first 20 minutes, we were... Mm. We were 
bang on where we needed to be. Well, the first 20 minutes, you were 100%. So all your errors came in the last hour. Um, look, and I know it's been made a little bit of fun of before when I've said I can always tell after 10 minutes if the Broncos are, are into a contest or not. I could tell after about 10 tackles. They were not... They, there was no energy from Brisbane at all. The Roosters were fired up and they were ready to go. The Broncos did not meet them with the same level of energy in that first 20 minutes. Or it was 18, I think it was 18 nil after about 15 minutes, actually. We probably should have been trailing by 24 or 30 at half time. It's just because... I think a couple of times when the Roosters had attacking set... Like, starting an attacking set with a scrum, they threw the ball over, over into touch yeah. on first tackle a couple of times. That sort of kept the Broncos... Kind of, it kept them in on the scoreboard, but they were never ever in the fight. And then the Roosters, you know, they they. I think the second half, the it was kind of close. Like I think I think you won the second half by two or four points. But again, Brisbane were never in the hunt. That that was one of Brisbane's very very low lackluster energy performances this year. It wasn't good. Must have been a bad flight down from Brisbane. Oh, this look. I I'd I'd love to say maybe it was because of the short turnaround, but but. But considering we lost to the Tigers at home, and you would have thought that would have spurred them on to go, we're not going to let that shit happen again. I don't think the short turnaround can really be used as an excuse because they should have been... Quite often when that happens, you get beaten by a team you shouldn't have. You want a short turnaround because you want to just get straight back out there and make up for it, but they just had no energy. A couple of the guys went all right. Like Payne Haas was strong. Um, Oates. Yeah, Corey Oates jagged a couple of tries. He's, he, look, he's always strong. Um, but, yeah, not a lot to write home um, about with that performance. And, look, the Roosters, I'm not, not trying to take anything away from them, they, they came out with all the energy in the world. As, as, the, as you would expect from a team fighting for a spot in the top eight, they were, they were wonderful. They were, they, as much as I hate to admit it with you on here, wonderful. Phantom, but um, oh, they wonderful. were good, very good. They, they, would, have, they would have worried uh, that, look, they would have worried a lot of teams. But Brisbane should have been able to match their intensity, and they just didn't. Well, yeah, now they're coming... Uh... Seven and eight, right? Broncos. The seventh. It's it's a very interesting round this week because um, well, Parramatta and the and South Sydney, who are in fifth and sixth, play against each other this week. So one of them has to lose. So if the Broncos beat the Knights, which they should, they'll overtake one of them and go back to six. But it's getting pretty log jam. I mean, and Melbourne, you got to think they're probably going to lose to Penrith. So there's going to be about three or four teams in equal fourth by the end of this round. So it's going to be good. Like you said at the start, Phantom, it's going to be. A really good run into the finals now. A lot of spots up for grabs, like position-wise. Um, yeah, it's going to be going to be fun to watch. All right, and then moving on, uh, Storm and the Titans. Well, the most interesting thing with this was that um, the Storm dropped uh, Cameron Munster back to fullback. He fucking killed it, and he scored a hat trick. And he scored. And look, he came into great as a fullback. Remember, essentially, he ended up moving to 5'8 because Billy Slater came back from injury. So he started out first grade as a fullback, and, and yeah, he was, you know, I don't know. They, didn't they win the comp with him at fullback? Uh, I think they made the grand final, because wasn't that when, didn't the Sharks beat them that year? Because Slater was out injured the whole season or something? Maybe. I think he might have been fullback that year. Because I think Slater was back the following year when they won it. But um, but, but he, look, he, he's, he's got experience at fullback, and they, they, they played him there, and it, it worked. I don't think they'll be able to do it this week because um, now Jerome Hughes is out for a couple of games. So they've kind of got to put him back in the halves. But, you know, that was the most interesting take out of this game. And, look, it was the Titans. They were always yeah. going to beat them. Like, I probably could have played fullback and... Oh, I challenge that. I challenge yep. that. Not, not really. 
Yeah, so yeah. do I, actually. I'm going to just sip on this. Sea Eagles mm. uh, versus the Eels. Manly versus Para. The Fibros versus the... Uh, uh, the old uh, the old 80s rivalry. Fibros you know, versus the old... Silvertails. And again, I saw pretty much the whole second half until maybe the last five or ten minutes when the Eels had it wrapped up. But uh, when Manly were up, I think, 18 to 14 or whatever it was, they, they were up by four points or whatever, they should have had a penalty try mm. given to them. Yeah, I don't know if you sorry. saw that moment, Phantom. But, um, and the, the, what the bunker said... When they, when they reviewed it, said, oh, it's going to be a penalty. Like they, they said, oh, no, because the Manly player was shielding the ball um, from the Parramatta player being able to get to it, it's it's deemed okay yeah, for the Parramatta player to do what he did. But Manly was going the, um, for the ball. He's not shielding the ball. He's fucking, trying to get to the, the ball. The bunker just looks too... They overcomplicated it again. They just fucking look too hard. And But how do they determine if he's shielding it or not? Like, do they start looking at fucking body movements? They start looking... Basic logic dictates that he wasn't shielding the ball. He was trying to score the try. So he's not trying to shield it. He's yeah, trying to no, get to it's it. it's just dumb. Now, the, here's the cold hard reality of that situation. If the Parramatta player did not grab a hold of the Manly player, who was right there on top of the ball, he would have scored the try. That's a penalty try. Now, that would have given them a 10-point lead... And they had a lot of momentum at that point. They're going to be very, very hard to shut down from that point. Um, and then uh, 10 minutes later, when Parramatta, the winger, scored this great try, and they went to the bunker just to confirm because... Um, well, sorry, the, the on-field ref awarded it, uh, but it was very close sidelines. Then the ref did the whole, oh, no, the bunker wants to have a look at this. That was a PR stunt because they, they, you could see that they did the split angle. One angle that showed his legs were up in the air and the other angle that showed the ball was just inside the, the end goal when he grounded it. I'm telling you now, the, the bunker purposely chimed there have said, this is a try, but send it up to me so I can make us look good because we've been copying so much shit in the last few weeks. That was such a PR stunt and that pissed me off so much because they bloody well knew it was a try, but they wanted to make themselves, oh, look at what our technology can do. I, I can show with this angle that his legs are up in the air so he's not in the touch. But on this angle, I can show that the ball is in, so therefore it's a try. So, Man, you're fired up, eh? That's great. No, but it, you can tell it was such a PR stunt because of all the criticism they've copped the last few weeks. And it just it just reeked of just typical NRL arrogant bullshit. I, I couldn't stand it. Great spectacle in it. Made my entertaining, uh, made the, the, the platform far more enjoyable to watch. Uh-huh. Oh, I don't think no, you I do. know what I'm talking about. I do. We've still moving on to just Saturday's right, go, game. Go, go, so go. Let's, let's, let's do it. Let's, let's rip it. Yeah, ripping and tearing. Rabbitohs versus Warriors. That's a, again, another yeah, one-way traffic. Well, uh, Rabbitohs were on for 40 minutes and then they just um, had a training run for the second half. So weren't they up like 36 yeah, or 38 the, to 4 The Warriors are just time or something nowhere. Like, like their year run. can't get any worse. Uh, the Warriors just want yeah. the season to end. The Warriors just want the season to end, and they just want to restart. And that's fair enough. I mean, they've had a tough two and a half, three years. Blood they just want to reset. Them, they should be performing much better than what they are, and yeah, fucking horrible. Oh, and look, I think I think once they're they're fully properly settled back at home, they will have a better oh, excuse me a better year. But um, look, South um, they know how to write, uh, how to how to pile yeah. on the points. So you know they're they're, they're a dangerous team. And then uh, Raiders yeah, versus the Panthers. Get that into you, you fucking mongrel. Oh, you fucking copped it. <laughs> See you in the fucking finals. Oh, wait. Look, no, um, 
you. <laughs> I'm just surprised that the Raiders lost, lost to a bunch oh, of weak gutted dogs. Pop that. Fucking get that into you. <laughs> Look, I saw none of this game. Zero. The only thing I've seen is the replay of that particular incident, which we'll obviously yeah. talk about later. Mm-hmm. But, um, look, I with Canberra up 6-0 early, and then Penrith just sort of yeah. switched it on, I think. Yeah. Um, look, I mean, that's impressive from Penrith without their halves, but I guess the majority of the rest of their team are intact. The rest of their team, you think about it, you got... Oh, actually, Kikau was out. So, yeah, like, the Fisher-Harris. But you got Isaiah yeah. Yo. Isaiah Yo, Fisher-Harris. Even Edwards, you know, yeah. even though he looks like a fucking 12-year-old, he's a bit of a gun fullback now. Yeah. Look, he, he, he works yeah. with their system so well. Like, you wouldn't put him in the top. But he, he does his job. He's always top. there but supporting. But in terms of how they do this, you got Coruscant, yeah. who's really good at a dummy half. So he's going to be a big loss when mm. he's gone next year. But um, now, look, Penrith roll on. And look, it's such a such a big loss for Canberra because it, it almost puts in a, them in a position where they've got to win all four games now. So it's a, it's a crucial loss. Yep. Uh, but yeah, you know, <laughs> Principal not here to defend them. They are playing mm. the Dragons. So, and they, that's the game they controversially lost about a, about six weeks ago. So, and you know, uh, with with a stand-in coach. Yeah, yeah that's going to be interesting. Which, All which right, will, uh, which moving on. Be. Sharks and Dragons. Uh, this is, this the is good. With I, uh, Principal uh, Sharks Park. I was, did not see any of this, but yeah, it must no, be the right game it was, considering the scoreline. Because Sharks uh, are playing good at the moment. They're actually, I'm... I'm enjoying watching the Sharks play. I like the way that they play, and it's, yeah, mm. uh, it's a good game. I yep. hate the Dragons too, so you fucking yeah, yep. little beauty. Bunch of dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because they took yep. a premiership right. from you about 10 Sunday's years ago. Games, uh, the Bulldogs lost yeah, this to the was, Cowboys. This was looking this pretty, was pretty solid much. for the probably the first 40 minutes. Like, the dogs look like they might shake it up a little bit and then it just got away from them towards the end. But I actually really enjoy this. And I'm I'm really enjoying watching the dogs play, like the Burton and Addo Carr combination is looking good. But they, they look to be shaking the Cowboys up for probably about 40 to 60 minutes. And then, yeah, the Cowboys kind of turn it on right at the end. But Bulldogs are looking... They were up yeah, 10-0, weren't yeah. they, the dogs? And then I'm, I think it was 10 all at half I'm excited time, to see sort of what the Bulldogs look like next year. Because I really like the way that they're playing. Well, yeah. I mean, they're, they're adding um, Viliami Kikau and uh, yeah. Reed Marnie. So that's certainly going to help them. Look, I think one thing that, that... And this is kind of interesting, isn't it? Because everyone always, you know, as an assistant coach, Trent Barrett was always used as an attacking coach uh, at Penrith and, and, and these other teams. And their, their attack was always really good. But... The dogs' attack seems to be so much better now that he's gone and Mick Potter's come in as the, the caretaker coach. So, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's interesting. Can't have but it all, Trent. You're either going to be a, a good-looking good rooster they're, they're, or you're going to be a good coach. You can't be both. Look at Trent Robertson. Greatest coach ever. Oh, that's Ugly it. Ugly prick. That's it. <laughs> no, no, no. And, and look, I, I guess um, the thing with the dogs now, like they're not going to win every game, but they're certainly uh, they're at least yep. more entertaining to watch. So, good on them. All right, and then in the who cares department, this was uh, West Tigers versus the Lions. Of the game. It was who could drop the ball most. It was so fucking bad to watch. It was horrible. Yeah. I didn't watch any of this. I I got a message from I think um, might have been my old man at half time saying, "Why couldn't they have played like this last week?" I'm like, "What?" Yeah. I looked up the score. Oh, 14 mil Newcastle. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So Newcastle come into form just it in was time a for us. Prick so of good. a game, but apparently horrible. it was yeah, a pretty shit house game. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yep. So let's yep. uh, – how did we all go on the tips this week? Yes, yes, yes. I'm getting yep. to that. Phantom, good work. Get that into you, you dickheads, because I'm an, a rugby league expert. Oh, you rotten motherfucker. All right, hang on. For this last week, That's you got eight out of eight. Second time? I got time? six out of eight. And Smokes and Principal got five out of eight. Yeah. I think oh, it is. Then, but season-wide, doesn't mate, matter. Not Who doing gives too a great. Who gives a the whole season? I got two fucking perfect rounds, and your panel of armchair experts, in inverted Ooh. commas, mate, where are they? I rock up every now and then, two perfect rounds. You got it. Suck my balls. <laughs> I think I've got no, you two haven't as got well, any. haven't I? You haven't got any. You haven't got any. I've definitely got one. No, I've got one. I've got one in round five. There we go. Oh, you know, you know what? You know what, though? I've got about six or seven rounds where I've got seven out of eight. So, like, I've been... It, it, you're it's, almost it's, perfect, but... Let's yes. Well, let's get, let's get to that. Uh, Smokes, you're on 115. I'm on 114. Phantom's on 106. And our uh, principal's on 104. So you have overtaken principal. I, I will give you that. Oh. Yeah, yes, you're yeah. in front of him now. But you are still nine points behind Smokes, who is actually winning. So, uh, you know, good work true. for this round, but, you know, try to keep it consistent, you know? All right, and then I couldn't find power rankings. Um, Penrith 1, Cowboys 2, everyone yeah. else It's getting chasing a little third. bit predictable, isn't it? Cronulla 3rd, Cronulla 3rd. Cronulla third? Okay. Yeah, they're pretty good. Cron- Sharks are in pretty good form. All right. And then, as we alluded to um, in the news headlines, mm, uh, Ricky story. Stewart had a big call. Uh, yeah. And uh, he got he got banned. He got banned for a week. Can, can I request that you splice his little bit of the press conference? Yeah. We are. I mean, Fisher Harris taps their, their accidents, you know, and, and in this collision game, I understand that. But, you know, we're... Salmon kick Tommy, he don't on. And I've had history with that kid, I know that kid very well. He's, he was a weak gutted dog as a kid, and he hasn't changed now. He's a weak gutted dog person now. You're gonna, it's gonna be hard to find though, because if you find fucking, if you Google Ricky Stewart press conference spit, you're gonna get about 50 fucking outbursts. Things come up. Which one? Pick. Yeah, oh, take the long list. Oh, but geez, dear old Ricky. Um, look, let's just let's just start off first and foremost to say that look, wrong for him to do it. He should not have said what he said. Um, it was not the time or place for it. Um, in terms of everything that's happened since, look, it is difficult to comment fully because we don't have the full story and we never will because all we know is that it involves. The player involved, Jamin Salmon, uh, from when he used to play with his with Ricky's son 10 years ago or whatever, when they were about 12 or 13 years old. Uh, and it apparently it was very, very deep and personal stuff. Now, there's a lot of stuff that I've seen on social media suggesting that, ah, oh, he said something about Ricky's daughter, who has autism. Now, listening to Paul Kent, who we all know is best mates with Ricky Stewart, he said it is far deeper than that. It was not an isolated incident. It was several, many ongoing incidents and it involved more than one family member. I think it's quite clear here that the NRL have wanted to suspend a coach. They want to come down on coaches harder and they wanted to find an excuse to suspend someone and they're using this as, as their test yeah, case. I don't reckon. Now, feelings of Ricky aside and whether he did what he did was wrong or whatever... Do you, does he really deserve to be suspended for one game? I don't know about that. I, and it's not just about being suspended from coaching for that game. He's not allowed involved in the club at all for a full week. So he yep, misses no the training. first half. That's it. No, no, and he misses, he misses it right until Wednesday next week. So he's not allowed to be involved in the first half 
of their week's preparation for next week's game. I think that part of it is harsh. And from the sounds of it, and again, because obviously Paul Kent knows the full story, but he's not allowed to reveal it because he's, you know, in, in terms of his friendship with Ricky, he said he wouldn't reveal it. But he did say, look, if, if Ricky were to come out and say what the underlying issues are here, that public support would completely swing in his favour. So obviously whatever has happened is very, very serious. Like, they shouldn't be saying stuff. I don't think Ricky should, should have been suspended for a week. Like, I would have maybe just increased the fine. But the problem is... Maybe a bigger fine or, or a suspended suspension. Yeah. If you do but it again, what you, you will cop What a they've done is dangerous. Now, look, don't get me wrong. What Salmon did on the field, like, he is a f***ing dog. You don't do that shit. And so the first oh, part, was, the very yeah. first line of what yeah. Stuart said was correct. He goes, like, where he kicked him... That ain't on. And what he probably should have gone if I was Ricky Stewart, well, I wouldn't coach the fucking Raiders, but if I was Ricky Stewart, I would then say, like, what he probably should have done is, like, that ain't on, you know, within the sport, that's not what we're about, and that player really should be pulled up on that. Like, you, you kind of, without saying the name or getting too personal, it's like, yeah. you kind of embarrass the player for yeah. being a grub and kicking someone in the nuts. But the thing is, he's gone that next level yeah. for whatever reason, and now he's got his mates going in there saying, oh, f- if you knew what it was, you'd agree with us, but we're not going to tell you what it is. So now everyone knows it's fucking horrible, well, apparently horrible, and they go to the worst place when they think about it. So now everyone has yeah. drawn their own conclusion, story, or gone to whatever space is trying to figure out what it is. What Ken should have done is said, look, it's much more complex than that. There's a lot of history I'm not going to tell you what it is and leave it at that. But yeah. he's like, oh, f- if you knew, if you fucking knew yeah. what it was, I'll tell you what, you'd, you'd change your mind. Yeah, so now everyone's yeah. like, all right, well, hmm. we're starting to get a bit more of an idea of what it is. Well, it's, it's, what, what, it, what it does is it makes people try and dig further to try and find out what it is. Now, look, I've seen all kinds of things. I've had people send messages through and I've seen different theories on Facebook and Instagram and all this different shit about what potential. Look, it, it, it obviously has something to do with Ricky Stewart's daughter and, you know, because she obviously suffers from autism and whatnot. And I don't want to go too much into that, but I would suspect that that, that is where the suspicions all seem to be leading towards. That, that but they've, in some they've way even he said has, that all the stuff floating around the internet's yeah. not actually correct. So whatever it is. Like it, no, well that's, or, or, it's, or it's only a very, very small part of the truth or something. And, and look, I guess the other thing out of this too is it's creating a shitstorm in other areas too. Like you've got... Um, Okay, Paul Kent wrote an article, and I've seen the article, and obviously, whether Mark Geyer read the article or someone just said, oh, he mentioned you and your daughter in this article, and then I heard his audio feed and the way he just absolutely blasted Paul Kent, basically almost like trying to pick a fight with him the way he was carrying on, it's not what Paul Kent wrote in his article at all. So Mark Geyer needs to take a step back and actually fucking, you know... Learn how to read proper English, for starters. Because what Paul Kent... He didn't compare the incidents at all. He compared the reactions. He said, when... You know, as a father, if your child is is in any way... In any way in danger or being abused or, or whatever it is... As a father, those emotions boil over. And, and we're all dads. We know that. Like, we, you'd, you'd stick your neck out. you stick your neck out on the, on, on the line for your kids. That's what you do. That's what he was articulating in his article. But the, yeah. I don't want to go too much on the mark, guy. I think, because that yeah, might I put think, us into, into bad I think anyway, here, but... outside of it all, is that I think Salmon is a f***ing dog for what he did. 
But I, I, I think I, he is too. But the thing is, you and me, you and me are just the, the average everyday punter. We can say that as much as we want, and there's no impact. So Ricky picked the wrong forum to say it. And I guess this also goes into something a bit deeper. And look, it's, it's, I don't think this is going to change. But why do they do the press conferences with coaches 30 minutes after the game is finished? When emotions are on high, nah, everyone's but... fired up, and the journalists, you know, they're not stupid. They poke the bear to try and get a reaction. To make a headline. And they got it. Now, I guess the danger here is there's going to be some other coaches who, and even even your mate, Robinson, can you imagine if um, he said about Henry Perinara, if he said that this year now, he'd get a suspension. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so they're, they're all in notice now, and that's why they all did it. They, I think they determined the punishment before they did the investigation. And that's a bit... It's very NRL to do that, but I, you know, it is what it is. All right. We're going to move on because we've been through a lot of time. I can't wait to hear Principal talk about this. I want his audio feed on this. That's yeah. Be best. <laughs> we'll see if we get He sends it to us. Uh, taking the piss. I think he's nearly finished feels- recording. <laughs> Fist in Eels star $1.9 million backflip saga as third NRL team emerges. Isaiah Papali'i, am I saying that well, right? This, yeah, this story won't go. Yeah, diff, that was really good pronunciation. Can we give him a well done? He'll yeah. pick the next one up though, but that was good to get that definitely, one out. Right? Definitely. Um, look, this story won't go away about, about how he's non committal, but. Look, I, I'm going to say right now, I think the Tigers have got to dig their heels and say, sorry, mate, you I think he on. has. He's, he's come out and said and, that. And, he is committed, though, and he's all he said was, and I get it. And the same thing was said around some of the guys going over to the Bulldogs is, when I signed up to the club, there was a coach there, and I wanted to pay for that coach. That coach isn't there anymore. You're fucking, you're allowed yeah. to say it. The problem is, like, they're just, yeah. they're just the, the media. The media's yeah, just trying to grab yeah, whatever they can. Oh, he's getting cold feet, and but yeah, he probably is. It's like if you went to any yeah. job. And you were employed by someone, and then before you started there, and the management just changed, got the yeah. punt because all they think is because they were recruited by a mm, person who mm. they just punted. He might not be in the long term plan. So yeah, 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 yeah true, true. So, the Tigers. Um, look, I, I think it's fair enough to answer the question, but look, I think um, look, I think Tim Sheens is a pretty smart operator, and you know you got Benji in there now as well. So I think I think. What the Tigers need to do, they need to dig their heels in, make sure they get him to pre-season training, and just try and show them, hey, look, this is how this team's going to be coached by Tim Sheens, Benji, and Robbie Farrar, and just try and win him that way. Try and win him with your actions. I think that's the way to do it now. But oh at the end of the God, day, the Tigers have a little just, power here because he's signed. What fucking TED Talk have you listened to before doing this? Oh, my God. It's just, I don't know. Oh. I'm, just, I, I, I'm always a believer of action. I want to come and work for you. I'm always God. been a believer of that. Uh, not a good look. Tiger Star reveals uh, he wanted Storm loan switch and why the Tigers said I've, no. Um, I've got a real soft spot for Dewey, so I don't think he can do much wrong. I reckon he's a fucking legend of a player, so I go into bat for him a little bit with this. I think he's. I think he's definitely got some. Yeah. Some mad ass yeah. Skills. You know, like as soon as and, he, uh, I can see as soon why as he the went storm... back to. As soon as he came back in after being injured, the first two games he fucking played, Tigers killed it. Played shit on the weekend, but like, and he's he as all last year, yeah. he was pretty well their only good player, and he's been their best yeah. player this year, and he's only well, played three fucking games. He's probably someone who'll thrive under like a Benji Marshall style as well, that that real attacking flair style of style of footy. But um, look, look, I, I'm not surprised the Storm wanted to try and get him on the loan deal. I guess the, the thing with that though is I think 
I do really believe clubs are starting to try and take the piss out of this loan mm. deal system. Like it's it it wasn't create like it was created during COVID because you couldn't just draw on all these reserve grade players because they're not playing football. So you do the loan system. Oh, so and so's not getting a game with you guys, but we, we could play him for the rest of the season. He'll still get first grade. And like a great yeah. example is Harry Grant. I mean, the Storm knew that they couldn't use him in that 2020 season because they had um, Cameron Smith and Brandon Smith ahead of him. But they wanted him to play some first grades. All right, well, we'll loan him to the Tigers for 12 months. He had a ripper of a year for the Tigers. Now he's a state of origin star. So that, that's what the loan system's there for. And now teams are trying to like, oh, well, let's just try and bolster up our squads leading into the finals and just cherry pick all the top players from the shit teams. Like, could you imagine if someone... I don't know, I'm just trying to think of it. Like, let's just pretend the Dragons weren't still in contention for the finals. Let's pretend they were about 11th or 12th. Could you imagine if all of a sudden the Storm, who are struggling for spine players, said, oh, let's get Ben Hunt for the rest of the yeah, season. Yeah, that'd be. Let's chuck him into our squad because the Dragons can't make it and he's a genuine performer in origin now. Let's, let's line him up. Like, it's not fair. I don't like it. They need to, they, they need to move the, 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 the cutoff date back to the end of June. Like, at the moment, it's the, the end of August or whatever. They need to, to put it back. Um, but anyway. That's 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 that. All right, uh, moving on. Shark Star reveal why he spoke out on his Pride debate and surprise reaction to his sexuality revealed. Yeah, Toby Rudolph's a fucking legend in my eyes, and good on him for just speaking out. But it's not really about football now. It's yeah. That's all we need to say. That's fine. I think me. that's all we need. I think I think yeah, it's good on him to for you know revealing a bit about himself. And and for standing up for what he believes in, I think that's really good. And I don't think we need to discuss it any further than that. Nope, uh, that's fine. And then Tigers target X Raiders star Bateman as Sheens gets creative with Roosters overhaul. It's all I don't about feel the as though there's any tonight. need to talk about this one either about because, what? Like, why the fuck after playing for Canberra and leaving the NRL would you come back and play for us another shit team? <laughs> well, okay. Let, let, let me give a bit of a counterpoint here. I think it's a really, really smart move by Tim Sheens to go for this guy because look at the huge difference he made to Canberra. The, the couple of years he was at Canberra, they made a grand final in 2019. They made a preliminary final and got knocked out by the team who, who won the comp in 2020. He then left and they haven't... They haven't even looked like making the final. They didn't, didn't didn't get close to making the finals last year. And they're probably going to miss out again this year. He's a top player. I think they. I think it's a smart move by the Tigers to try and get him. It's just whether they'll be able to get, convince Wigan to break his contract. But uh, I, I I rate him highly as a player. I I don't blame Sheens for. Yeah, but you don't know f- football. You haven't even got a perfect round this season. He got one. He ran five. Oh, sorry. He, I do. He got round five. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You got round two. How's that any different? Exactly. We're just picking exactly. random numbers here. Who's the winning first three rounds are the hardest to pick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, well, that's actually true. All right. Uh, I don't know what's happening here with the... NRL has confirmed the Tigers won't get uh, points. No, oh, yeah. Um, Big just, shock. Just, yeah, they yeah. basically confirmed it. That, yeah, they, they've admitted, oh, we got it wrong, but we're not reversing yeah. the result of the game. It's like, oh, yeah, so wow. no real shock there. But anyway. Okay. All right. It is all Tigers tonight, isn't it? Bloody hell. It is. It's all Tigers. Um, all right, on to uh, Supercoach. Uh, oh, thanks. We've, we've bowed out. Yeah. We've been knocked out in the first week of the finals. Um, look, a valiant effort in our first season. 
Can we be honest? Know, for round like, one, you did everything. We didn't do anything. Well, and even by me doing everything, I probably looked at it maybe every three weeks and just thought, oh, maybe this change like one player. It has inspired. Really like, I do want to actually do like individual super coaches, though. I, like, I'd want to do that next year. Maybe maybe next season we should actually go and see who does best. Yeah, of course best. we should. Yeah. I still don't um, get what is going on. So, okay, you know, sure. so we'll have our tipping comp, we'll have our super coach comp, we'll have our beer bets comp. Um, All right, well, moving on to beer bets. That's perfect segue. Thank you, Smokes. Ah, there we uh, go. What happened? Smokes lost oh. lots. Phantom won 10. I don't know how. Hey, but, I mean, fuck perfect fucking round. Right and here. Principal. Perfect fucking round. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Wayne Principal cuff. lost a few too. Oh, wait, so, was I in last uh, week's? Da, 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 da. Oh, you guys in the bed? No. Um, no, we made your bed for you. We, 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 said, we said Roosters 13 plus thinking that was safe. And. What do you, you want me to say? What do you want me to say? So, Perfect round. Not much. We, did, we just won you four. We won you an extra four beers. That's what you, you should be saying. Well, Thank smokes, you. I appreciate you've uh, put your beer bet down. Perfect no, round for you. I'm round going to go. I'm going to round, baby. I'm eight beers. All Ooh, okay, all right. All right. I'll up it Phantom. then. I'll up it to eight as well. Oh, we're all going eight. Okay. You know what? Yeah, eight. He's going. Maybe we just say principal do it too. Everyone's eight beers. Perfect round. Yep. And, and we're, we're all we're all we're all in. We're all in. You only have five left. That's all right. Oh, when you all wins. lose, unless he wins, if he wins, you know. Look, we're probably all. We're probably none of us are going to get perfect round. We're just going to beg your pardon. Yep. I beg your pardon indeed. All right. Well, I'll try to get some artwork or something up onto the Pub Talk Rugby League podcast Facebook page. So uh, go follow that and you'll get the podcast and all the other ramblings that we put up online thinking it's a good idea. Um, (laughs) But that brings us to round 22's tips. So Panthers versus Storm. Let's start with you, Phantom. Storm. Ooh. I'm pretty sure I've got the favourite oh, somewhere. Uh, I believe Penrith will be the favourite. Actually, you know what's pissing me off side. at the moment? Is that uh, the Roosters are just are. f***ing scraping into the eight and we're still the f***ing favourites for this week. Like, it is f***ing up any thrill I get out of sports bet. It's mm. We're playing the f***ing Cowboys. Mm. Yeah, it's in oh. Sydney though. Cowboys don't have a good record in Sydney. You did flog them yeah, up second. in Townsville at the start of the year. Oh, too. Look, and we're going to flog them this weekend. But it's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to yeah, have yeah. very uh, different tips this weekend. This week, Panthers and Storm. Smokes, who are you tipping? Pussy. Panthers, baby. Yeah. Okay. And we know that Principal. Oh, no, sorry. No, they're not playing the Roosters. Never mind. Continue. Yeah, yeah I'll get his tip later. Don't worry. Um, yeah. New Zealand Warriors versus Bulldogs. Uh, Smokes, who are you tipping? I'm on the Warriors. Ooh. Warriors. Well, I'm taking Bulldogs. Phantom, who are you tipping? Dogs. All right. It's very And it's Eels very and Rabbitohs. Uh, Phantom, who are you tipping? Eels. Eels. Eels are not the favourites. Uh, I told okay. you we're going to have very, very Rabbitohs. different tips this week. I'm all over Smokes. the rabbits, baby. Rabbitohs. Yep. All right. Roosters, Cowboys. Uh, Smokes, I'm going to assume. I'm on the cows. Yep. Oh, but, okay. but they don't. But they don't. They're no good in Sydney. They don't have a good record. That's. Yeah, I'm just saying why the bookies have named the Roosters favourites. I don't agree with them. I'm. Uh, well, the book. Yeah, I can't. Everyone. Roosters. Uh, I'm assuming for Phantom yeah. and myself. 
And principal will no, be on the Cowboys. Know. You never know. Yeah, that's right. Because he's not allowed. Because no, he's not he allowed. He, no, I do. He's, he's not allowed to tip the Roosters this the year. The principal out of principle doesn't tip Roosters. <laughs> uh, West Tigers versus Sharks. Smokes. More about the Sharks, baby. They're they're flying under the radar. Yeah, I think it's the Sharks all around, surely. Yeah. All right, Broncos Knights. I think it should be Broncos all round. I know we've lost their last two, but at yeah. home, Knights are terrible. If we don't beat yeah. them, ugh. You're not making much money no. off the Broncos, like if you No them. one will. No. Right. Uh, Raiders, Dragons, uh, Principal. Sorry, Phantom. Raiders. <laughs> Who do? Oh, did he tip the Raiders? Perfect round. He did. Oh, uh, he broke his own rules. Hang on, hang on, hang on. We're just going to put a pause on this right here. He has actually broken his own rule. And I can only assume because he actually truly believes the Raiders are going to win. He wants to win. And he, he wants, wants to win, win that beer bet. Oh, wow. All right. Smokes it almost the makes me want to tip against them, but I'm Pussy. also tipping the Raiders. you got to get right, your I, I, round, I, the, the Dragons are done. They're, they've run their race. Everyone's going to get the perfect round. All right. And then Titans, Sea Eagles, Smokes. Oh. Oh, go Manly. But I, I am actually not confident about this. I think, I think Manly is still a bit fractured. Because of the, the shit the other week. Manly. Right, Phantom? Perfect, yep. perfect ground. I thought as much. All right, well, look at that. I'm still in shock about you tipping the Raiders. That's just got me... I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to have to have another beer because that's just, like, completely knocked me for six. That's... I waited for the I waited for the weekend, the week that he wasn't here. <laughs> to tip them, yep, yep. That's just... That's it. That makes it even better. <laughs> it's like, oh, he's finally not here. I can tip them. <laughs> uh, that brings us to the end of this week's episode of Pub Talk Rugby League. Uh, thank you all for listening, and uh, we'll see you all. So, see you, fellas. Bye-bye. Go to Mighty Broncos. Bye.